0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will empty. Happy Monday, Edwin. Happy Monday, Andrew. Did you have a good weekend? Very good weekend. Every opportunity we have to be together as God's people and worship Him is a very positive thing.
1: Absolutely. It Absolutely. really is. What it what, really
0: what, is. And this is this is a great week. I know um, my kids, their school, the whole week, out of school, you know, so family time and, and who knows what might come about with that. Mm. <laughs> Ethan is coming
1: home this week and then he will not be going back to school at campus until January. So okay. After Thanksgiving, they're going to be doing online teaching because there's only like a week before...
0: Yeah, colleges exams, have been all over, all over the place yeah. this this semester with that. So I'm excited to
1: see him at home again. He's <laughs> probably not, but, but I am.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's, let's Psalm 13. Well, so you were talking about, um, you know, all the kids out of school all week, and Ethan's not going to go back till January. So how appropriate that this Psalm begins with, how long, oh Lord? <laughs> <laughs> how long, how long?
1: <laughs> I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. All right, all right let's jump into the week here. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. How long? How long? Shocking beginning, actually. Yeah, how so? Well, it's just another one of those psalms, and it happens quite frequently throughout the psalms, where they say things that I'm not sure I would feel comfortable saying
0: in prayer. So just asking the Lord this way to be this blunt about this difficult season it feels prolonged feels, feels prolon- prolonged.
1: Well, when I hear the question, I guess it doesn't sound to me just as a question. It sounds to me almost like a demand.
0: Well, and that and that's where I start getting a little nervous. <laughs> Um so it is poetry of course. It is. But when you say will you forget me forever is that hyperbole? I mean when you start talking about forever these are these absolute terms that usually we start using when we feel uh quite extreme in our emotions. This one sounds like despair.
1: It well, it does and that's that's the thing. Will you forget me forever sounds to me a lot like despair, which surprises me for the Psalms, surprises me for this devotional literature that is about connecting to God and demonstrating faith in God, for a Psalm to begin with this thing that actually sounds like, hey, you're not doing your job. When are you going to start?
0: And yet this is, uh, we've talked about overlap a little bit. This is a recurring theme.
1: It is. Certainly
0: in the Psalms. You know, we were talking about this before the, the mics went hot. My my take on Psalm 13 was that the value of it is shaping a worldview, shaping an understanding. Yeah, uh, you know, I was reading, I was reflecting, boy, there's a, there's a lot of themes in here. I feel like we've already discussed a little bit on this season of Text Talk, but at the same time, isn't that the way life is? that uh, we'll have a a time or a season when things are going good and, you know, God is on his throne in heaven and all all, all the rainbows are in the sky. But then, boy, we can have long seasons when it's dark. Talking about this is the way life is, when we started
1: three months ago mm-hmm. into season two. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I started off with what I've said about the Psalms, and I've studied the Psalms, I've gone through them, but there's something about the way, in, in the way we've been studying them this time, reading them every day, yeah. you and me conversing about them yeah. every day, writing blog posts that go along with this every day.
0: Which are uh, great and, if you're enjoying the audio text talk, well, you really ought to sign up for the devotions that you get emailed to you every day. Just a little plug there.
1: Yeah, we've got a link for them in the show notes. You can check that out. I appreciate that. Thank you very much for that word of encouragement. But but just this kind of intense look at it, I, I'm, I might be shifting my opinion. You know, as we started three months ago, I said, hey, I know why Psalm 1 and 2 are Psalm 1 and 2, but I have no idea about the order. I, I guess I'm modifying just a little bit. I still believe, I, I can't remember if it was Kidner or Longman that made the comment about the, the Psalms being ordered after life, but as we went through those first 12 Psalms and where we ended up last week, I really feel like, wow, I see a story mm. in those first 12 Psalms. Mm-hmm. I see the story of Psalm 1 and 2, look, you obey me, I'm going to bless you. Sure. You're my king, I'm going to bless you, and all these other kings, they need to come and, and give honor and obeisance to you, or I'm going to wipe them out. Mm -hmm. And then the next nine psalms, with one exception, are, okay, Lord, are you going to do it today?
0: Right. (laughs) Right.
1: I mean, we see the wicked rising up. It It
0: seems like they're winning. They're talking in
1: their heart. It's been a while and four times throughout those psalms it's arise 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 and then finally we get to psalm 12 and the lord says okay i'm going to do it now i will arise i'm going to do it now i am going to arise right now and it's it i mean even last week i was so excited about it it was it was like this climactic moment at the end of the movie where where you've just wondered, is the, are the good guys going to win? Are we going to get victory? Are we all going to die? Or, you know, what's going to happen? And yes, finally, the victory is had. God comes out and and brings judgment against all the enemies and he arises and he lifts up those who are in need and he honors those who have who have worshiped him faithfully throughout all of this struggle and it's just it's just wow you're just basking kind of in the glory of that wonderful moment and then we keep reading to psalm 13 and it's how long how long o oh lord how long o oh lord how long? and <laughs> again that's life yeah. and i and i think that's the the key to recognize that that the the victory is not just what's going to happen at the very very end sure we we have moments in life that are victorious. There are moments where mm-hmm. God's promises come fully true in our lives. We're riding on the clouds, we're up at the mountaintops. I mean, we're we're Elijah on Mount Carmel and the, and God's fire has consumed the sacrifice. Yeah. And and we are victorious. We're we're Jesus having been baptized in the clouds part and the voice of God said, "This is my son whom whom I believe." We're David having been anointed and then killing Goliath. There, there are those moments when it's everything is going exactly as we would expect. Here's the victory from the Lord. And then the next day, we're being chased by Jezebel. We're being compelled to go out into the wilderness for 40 days of temptation. We're being chased by Saul through the wilderness for, you know, it was probably something like 15 years from the moment when he was anointed by Samuel, uh, talking about David, To when he was anointed by Israel and Judah?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Psalm 13 is a Psalm of David, which several of these we've read have been. And I know this, that we have tried to, particular ones, point to episodes in his life, times in his life, particularly with Absalom's rebellion and and all of that. But when we appreciate that there was a 15-year gap, roughly, about, from when, David is anointed by Samuel to be the king, and when he finally gets the throne, and those 15 years was a a lot of life on the run, Mm. being chased for his life by Saul. Uh, People saying, because of Saul, maybe evil things about him, even though when he was doing right things, and he was fighting for Israel, and in many ways trying to act as God's king and the anointed, until the time when it would all be official. But 15 years. Yeah. And you can imagine uh, from time to time. Not 15 days. No. Not even 15 months. You can imagine from time to time wondering how long, oh Lord. I think, again, we don't know
1: specifically. I don't know specifically, but I do think the best guess on on a time, at least of of revealed events in David's life, obviously the psalm could have been written at any time during David's life. Yeah. There, there I have no doubt there are all kinds of instances that aren't revealed in the scripture because the, the goal of scripture was not to tell us everything David did or everything he went through. So there may be some other time, but of the times that are revealed in first Samuel chapter 27, right at the beginning of the chapter, David is saying, you know what, if I keep hanging out here, Saul is going to be successful at killing sure. me. And so he runs to the Philistines. And Saul does stop seeking him Mm -hmm. at that moment when he does that or during that event of his life. It sure seems like a time that could fit, a time where, because I don't think that was David's strong move. I don't think going to the Philistines was really a great choice for David. I I think there's a a demonstration of a, a faith struggle. And I think this psalm demonstrates a faith struggle, even though it ends up with strong faith that it's, it's walking through this kind of day of darkness that gets back to the light. And, and we'll talk about that as this week goes on. Well, I
0: look at these words here in verse two, how long will my enemy be exalted over me? Mm-hmm. And there's just not that many enemies of David you can point to that really had a victory over him
1: or exaltation over or him.
0: exaltation over him. And, sure. and particularly for any amount of time that yeah. he would say forever. Yeah. Except for Saul now for a lot of years, there was problems. So, bringing all this home, I, I guess the reason why
1: I'm happy we've gone ahead and kind of circled around this whole thing about how long and David and his life is that when when I get into moments like that, yeah. when I get into the the Jezebels chasing me moments, Saul is chasing me moments. I'm in the wilderness, and temptation is strong moments. I have the tendency to think two things. one, I'm the only one that has ever gone through this. Nobody else has ever experienced anything like I'm experiencing right now, and how awful and put upon and terrible my life is. And I can I can start to exaggerate how Think awful it is. You're the only
0: one. Yeah. The only one.
1: Nobody ever. understands. Nobody else has ever been through anything like this. Yeah. But the second thing, as as my mind goes there. Uh huh. As my mind goes there, the second thing that can play into my heart and into my mind is I have been sold a bill of goods. I have been lied to. Mm. I was told about the promises of God, and I was told about the victorious life, and I was told about all the blessings of being a child of God, and yet look at where I am right now. I am scared. I am chased. I am persecuted. Chased, C-H-A-S-E-D. I'm I'm being pursued pursued. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the, the tempter is on my back and I can't get rid of him. Right. And you know, this, this is just, and you know what, maybe it was all just lies. Maybe God's not out there or if God's out there, maybe he doesn't care about me or if he, you know, any of those things can start to play in my mind. And you talked about these repeated themes. And I think one of the great blessings of having seen these repeated themes and this kind
0: of worldview
1: is the recognition that
0: I'm not the first. Yeah. So for me, two things. One, the shaping of the worldview and the appreciation of the reality. I'm not the first. It's it's not the first time and I'm not the only one. But then secondly, looking at these Psalms provides us with a vocabulary of how to talk about that even how to talk about this to God. And I appreciate what you said. Boy, I, I don't know if I want to pray to God that way. These these words seem very strong. They are strong. But isn't there a permission here that when you're talking to God, you can be honest with him and verbalize these things? And that is important. Verbalize them in prayer. I will say this. It's not like he doesn't know our hearts. We play these games. I mean, I'm feeling this, and I'm feeling this towards God. But, but I well, would never say it. I would never say it. Well, guess what? He, he's, he knows. He's on to you.
1: So be honest about it.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. So here, here's a vocabulary and a permission. We can bring these things to God in prayer, and a confidence is his people. He hears these prayers
1: the important thing to me is it demonstrates that the Bible is 100% honest about how life works and how even life with God works. We are looking forward to victory. Mm -hmm. And we will even talk about that in this Psalm. Yeah, absolutely. But it is completely honest. There are the days when I'm going to sit here and wonder, why isn't God doing something? Mm -hmm. And it's going to feel like that. That doesn't mean he's not out there. I'm not the first one. The Bible has been completely honest. I haven't been sold a bill of goods. I, I need to see that. I think that's very important for us.
0: I agree a 100%. We're so glad that you've uh, listened to Text Talk today. Send us an email with your comments or questions about uh, anything in our discussion. Text Talk at org. Text Talk at org. We trust you've been encouraged by the things we've talked about, and let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. I'm so thankful for this new week and that we can share, study, and conversation on Psalm 13. Father, the Bible is true. It is your words of truth. And when we look at a psalm like this, it does help us to appreciate and understand that even when our world is upside down, Lord, it's it's not beyond the scope of your providence and your awareness, your care, and your word. We see, Father how to appreciate the world correctly in this psalm. And we are encouraged to speak to you forthrightly and honestly in prayer, in faith, knowing we can cast our cares upon you. You care for us. And I pray, God, that you would bless us to that end today, that in our time of devotion and prayer, we would be honest with ourselves, but honest with you for your glory. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
1: Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. When I go. Well, we had an exciting week last week.
0: Do you remember Psalm 12? Well, it just left you speechless. Absolutely speechless. We could have (laughs) kept some of that
1: until you went there. (laughs) Now we have to edit.